Hi, my gems. Welcome or welcome back to the Growing Gardenias podcast. This is your safe and affirming space for us to heal together, grow together, and normalize the hard mental health things we don't like to talk about. I'm your host, Niara. Thank you for tuning in with me and joining me on this journey. Hi, my loves. I hope all of you are doing well and pushing through this week and getting through this retrograde. Wherever you're at in this moment, take a second to take a deep breath and be present with yourself. Give yourself some love, however that looks for you. Today, I want to talk about if fixing a relationship with your toxic parent is worth it. I feel like that answer will be different for different people, depending on what the situation is or was. This came up for me because recently my father, and if you don't know the history I have with him, go listen to the Daddy's Issues episode, and I kind of talk about it in various episodes, but he reached out to me essentially wanting to mend our relationship, and for context, he is a narcissist and he's also incarcerated. So originally when he reached out to me, this was the first time we spoke in almost two years. So naturally I have my guard up because we've gotten into it in the past and I, as the child, has had to do the mending. And as an adult, I told myself that whatever happens, happens because it's not my job to fix a relationship that I did not damage, especially with a parent. And I personally don't think that it's a child's job, maybe in some cases, but most of the time, no. So like I said, the adult me is very guarded. The little girl in me who's still yearning for that validation and love from my father is like, wow, this is what I needed. I'm also at a place where I'm like, is it even worth it? Like so much damage has been done at this point, so I'm really not sure. So if there's anyone who has had a difficult relationship or toxic or abusive or strained, whatever, with their parents, mother or father, your guardians, whoever raised you, mine just happens to be my father, this is for you. So let me give y'all some of the backstory. And if you are new here, thank you for being here with me and listening and tuning in. So my daddy issues really stem from the fact that my father wasn't there. And when I called out his behavior, the older I got, he could never take responsibility. So I've learned that he's not a person that I can depend on emotionally or that I can trust. And now that I'm an adult, I know the healing is my responsibility, but I can trace my self-esteem issues and some traumatic events and relationship issues back to him and the dynamic of our relationship. Part of me has a lot of grace for him because he's only doing what he knows. His parents, my grandparents, didn't raise their kids on love. It was on survival. So to them, providing the basic needs was love. And to an extent, it is. But children need more than that. So I do have grace for him sometimes because I understand that he didn't get that. So how would he know what to do? And other times I'm like, "Mm, I wish you knew better and did better. So recently he admitted that he had been making everything about him when I told him what I needed from him that I didn't get. So for context, a couple of years ago, I pretty much told him how much of a terrible father he was and how much I needed him and how much, you know, he wasn't there. And I will be honest, I did not say in a nice way or in a way that anyone would be receptive of. I was very unkind and... I pretty much kind of attacked him and I can admit that I can hold myself accountable for that. I should not have done that, but I did. And I did kind of tell him with all the venom that I can produce with my words, where my pain came from. And he didn't really acknowledge or validate the role that he played in that. And that really stuck with me. 
And I think that was also part of the reason I decided I'm just better off without him because I was like, well, your presence in my life brings me way too much pain and I just don't have the capacity to deal with it. So when we spoke recently, he said, you know, I've realized I've never acknowledged your pain and what you told me. I've always made it about me and what I did do versus just listening to you. So what I want you to do is tell me every single thing, like write it out for me, spell it out for me. Every single thing that I've done wrong, all the pain that I've caused you, everything that I've done to you, because I believe there's still a chance at mending our relationship. Now, I'm not going to lie. This really caught me off guard. And I even asked him, like, did somebody tell you to say that? Because it just seemed too good to be true. Like, I literally did not believe that he thought of that on his own. And I'm like, did he come to his senses? Like, what is going on here? And this was very recent. I would say literally maybe a couple weeks ago. And I've really been struggling on if it's worth it to pour my heart out once again. And this person that I'm still at my big age of 26 and little me is still seeking love and validation from, should I open the door for the possibility of him hurting me again? And like I said, I'll be completely honest. I have, I hadn't spoken to him in two years. So I was like, okay, but was I really okay? Of course not. Because the moment he said something to me, I was triggered. And of course, everything came flooding back. And I'm like, hmm, this is still an issue. You still have to unpack this. You still have to figure it out. So does it make sense to kind of get into this whole emotional conversation with him if you yourself are not okay, if you yourself are not there yet? And that's where I'm at right now. I've been sitting with this for a while and well, not a while, just a couple of weeks. And I've asked him to be patient with me while I think, and he has been, so that's something. But I actually did agree to it at first, like without really thinking too much about it, because I'm like, oh, I can finally say how I feel. And now I'm second guessing it because I know the constant pain that's involved with this person in this relationship. And I know what it does to me and I know what it causes me and I know how I feel. And I know also that he can only meet me as deeply as he's met himself. And I don't really think it's that deep, honestly. Granted, I could be wrong because, again, I have not spoken to him in two years. But it is something that I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Like, I don't know. So am I setting myself up for more pain and disappointment? Like, is he actually going to be receptive? Is he going to apologize for everything? How will this help me? Am I able to have this person in my life after everything? So that brought me to the question, is it worth fixing? Are these broken relationships with our parents worth fixing? So how do you even determine if it's worth fixing? The first thing you have to do is be honest with yourself about the pain they've caused you. Maybe you already have, great, but if you haven't, you really have to sit with that. What hurt you growing up? What did you need to hear as a kid that you didn't? What do you still need to hear as an adult? With my father, I think as a teenager especially, I needed him to teach me how men should treat me. And because of the way that he is, my understanding of how I should have been treated was very warped. And it wasn't until my adulthood when I took responsibility for my healing. And I'm like, okay, Niara, like you cannot keep blaming your dad for your issues. Like maybe he's the root and your relationship with him played a major role, but you're an adult now. It's on you. So I had to really, really be honest about what I needed from him that I didn't get. And that was a tough conversation to have with my, well, not conversation, but that was tough to process with myself. 
Like me, I needed that validation. I needed to be told that I was beautiful and that I was worthy and that I was special. Like you need to hear that. Whoa, let me speak for myself. That's what I needed to hear, especially from my dad. And I did not hear that, but I had to be honest about the impact that that had on me. So what is it that you need to be honest about? And again, this is not just for a father, it's for a mother, whoever raised you, your parent, your guardian. What is it that you needed? Have that tough conversation, have that tough processing moment. What is it that you needed that you never got? And how did not receiving whatever you needed impact you and how is it still impacting you? Before I started healing, I was extremely toxic, like extremely. I used to self-sabotage. I used to flip out over the slightest thing. I was very, very, very insecure. And I'm so blessed that I'm not in that space anymore. But it took me years of therapy to kind of get out of that place. And sometimes I still find myself going back to that place when I'm triggered or when something doesn't work out. I revert back to that little girl. What has been extremely helpful, though, is really sitting with myself and acknowledging the pain that he and everything has caused me. So really sit with yourself or with your therapist and acknowledge whatever it is that you're holding against them. If you don't forgive them, acknowledge that. If you feel like you hate them sometimes, acknowledge that. If you feel like they did a shitty job as a parent and raising you, acknowledge that. Be honest about it because that's how you honor your feelings. Also, think about where you currently are in your life. Think about your relationships, the people you have in your circle, the people you interact with, friends, family, whoever. And then think about if a relationship with your parent or guardian would help you or harm you in this current stage of your life. For me, I'm really 50-50 because that little girl, mm, she's so excited that her dad wants to fix their relationship. Adult means like, okay, we'll fix it, quote unquote. And then we'll get into it and then it'll be like nothing changed. So then the question is, is a potential relationship worth compromising the emotional safety that I've created for myself? I don't know. I am quite literally going to make a pros and cons list. And you should too. Really analyze what letting this person back into your life looks like. Is it or in any capacity? Is it going to be triggering? Is it going to be harmful? And just to note, mending a relationship, any relationship is not easy, especially one with a parent or guardian, because there's a difference between difficulties that come naturally with mending a relationship, especially the damaged one versus issues that are present because it's the same situation that it it was before and the person hasn't changed. There's a difference. And you know your parent or guardian best, so you have to make that decision. My hesitation with mine is because historically, he has shown me that I cannot rely on him emotionally, I can't depend on him, and he's just not the father that I need or needed. And so, of course, my guard is up and I'm hesitant, but then the side of me that has grace for him, and just for all of us, because we're all figuring things out as we navigate adulthood, is like, "Mm, give him another chance. So you really have to sit with yourself and think about where you are in your life And what's best for you right now? Is it best to give this parent or guardian a chance? Or is it best to wish them well and release them in love? Or is it best to allow them to be in your life, but you have maybe very strong boundaries put into place? Like it really is up to you and you just have to sit with yourself once again, because ultimately it's your life and you have to do what's best for you. You always have to do that. And that leads me to my next point. Put yourself first. First, like I literally say this all the time, but I think 
it's harder to do that with loved ones, but put yourself first. Do not think about their feelings or what they want. Think about your feelings for once. Think about you. Be selfish. Think about what you want and need. You probably grew up always having to cater to their emotional needs or not having your needs met. But guess what? You're not that small child anymore whose feelings don't matter. Your feelings matter and your needs matter and them being met matters. And that's all you need to think about. You do not have to tolerate abuse or toxicity just because they are your parent or guardian. It doesn't matter who it comes from. You don't deserve that. And sorry, not sorry if this sounds selfish of me, but I prioritize other people's feelings and needs over my own more than enough and long enough. And I'm done with that. Like while thinking about this, I have not considered my father's feelings not once. That may sound terrible, but I'm really being honest. I actually have not. At least not right now, because I'm prioritizing myself and you need to do the same. And if you decide to let them back in, think about what's needed for you all to move on and have a healthy relationship and just be in a healthy place. And just to name a few things that might be helpful for you to think about if this is something that you are currently experiencing or you have, they have to acknowledge the pain that they've caused you or the abuse that they've put you through. They have to acknowledge you literally cannot move on without acknowledgement. You can't. They also need to be working on themselves in some way. I feel like our parents' generation, or maybe just mine, I don't know, but they aren't as open about mental health as we are. But like, are they in therapy? Are they talking about the type of parent that they were? Are they processing? Like something that shows that they are working on themselves and that this won't be like in vain. Now, I didn't ask my father that, but I'm actually curious to know because... We can have all of these conversations, but how can I ensure that you're listening and you're understanding and you're receptive if I don't know that you're actively thinking about these things on your own, not just when we're talking? There needs to be something. There also needs to be a genuine apology. Like, let's think about it. How many of y'all have actually gotten an apology from your parents? Like, some of our parents won't ever apologize for the stuff that they put us through, and that is hard to sit with. So, if we decide to let them back in or to mend something, that has to happen and it has to be real. Now, how do you know if you should cut ties? Off the rip, when you interact with them, how is your mental health? I think I'm much better now, but there used to be a time where I would literally avoid taking my father's prison calls because he just brought me so much anxiety and I just thought about everything and it just reminded me of what I didn't have from him. So when you interact with your parents, how are you feeling? Are you anxious? Are you sad? Are you feeling depressed? Are you triggered? Are old feelings resurfacing? Really pay attention to how you feel because that can also be an indication of if you should have them in your life or not. Remember, you're the priority. So if you don't feel good with having them around or they bring you stress or they bring you pain or heartache, you have the option to make whatever decision is best for you. Do they respect you as an adult? Do they raise their voice at you? Do they curse at you? Are they disrespectful? Because remember, you don't deserve that. Like you wouldn't let somebody on the street talk to you crazy. I hope not. The same thing goes like we are adults. Our parents can't not be talking to us crazy at these big ages. When you speak to them, are they refusing to acknowledge what they've done? Do they center conversations on themselves and on their own needs and interests versus yours and your relationship with them? Do they respect the fact that you all may have a difference of opinions or do they belittle you and try to make you feel small? 
Do they disrespect your boundaries? If they do any of these things, maybe it is time for you to consider cutting them off and releasing ties. You can also give them a chance to prove themselves because growth doesn't happen overnight. Change doesn't happen overnight, but really observe their behavior. Are they even possible of change? Think about all of these things before you make a decision and really sit with how you feel and what it'll look like for you for both options. Now, let's talk about aftercare and care for self for both of these options. So if you decide you want to fix it, how are we taking care of ourselves? What boundaries are you putting in place with them? What conversations are necessary to have before mending anything? How will you ensure that you're being firm with your boundaries, even with them? Therapy definitely helps, but also think about the things you can do to care for self. Letting yourself feel, letting yourself be emotional, letting your inner child grieve, letting your inner child feel, journaling, venting, whatever that looks like. And when you have thoughts of, oh, but they're still my parent, I should blah, 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 because you will, how are you going to navigate that? How are you going to remind yourself that you have nothing to feel guilty about? that they need to also be in it and doing the mending as well. Think about everything you could possibly think of. And of course, you won't have answers to everything, but it really does help to process. Now, if you decide you don't want to fix it, how are you going to grieve the loss of this relationship? How will you care for self if you cut them off? What does your life look like without their presence? And these are hard questions, but they're all important to process before you make any type of decisions. Like I am still very much in the processing stage, in the pros and cons stage, in the analyzing what, well, I kind of know what my father's presence not being in my life looks like because I, like I said, I didn't speak to him for two years, but there's another part of me that's like, okay, well, he made the effort. He reached out. He said he wants to mend this relationship. So if I decide that this still doesn't work for me or that I'm not interested in mending the relationship. What does that feel like? What does that look like? Because before that decision was mine to cut him out of my life. I mean, the second time it'll also be my decision, but he wasn't trying the first time. So what, what does that look like? All that to say, you have to really just process. Like this whole thing is just thinking about you, your needs, your feelings, what you needed then, what you need now. And is it worth fixing the damaged relationship with your toxic parent? Is it worth it? I'm sorry to say that is your decision, just like it's my decision. Only you can decide that. Weigh out the pros and the cons. What's best for you now? Not in five years, not in 10 years, not when you have kids, not anything in the future now present moment what is best for you what do you have the emotional capacity for what will you tolerate and not tolerate you're not a child anymore you can make these decisions for yourself you can put yourself first you can choose you you can choose you every single time it's okay so if this is something that you are currently struggling with just know that you are not alone i am too struggling and we will figure it out Give yourself grace. That's like the life lesson for everything. Give yourself grace. Be patient with yourself. Be gentle with yourself and do what's best for you. Choose you every single time. So that is all that I have for you all. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a rate and review and tell a friend about this podcast. Thank you so much for sharing space with me and I will talk to you guys soon. Blessings to each of you.